All right, and we are back with another episode. And joining me today, I've got Jordan Riley. How's it going, man? It's going awesome, dude. Thanks for having me, Cody. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. So for starters, um, for those watching who may not know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah, sure. So um, I grew up in Ontario, um, just a town outside of Bradford, Ontario, which is about half hour north of Toronto. Um, recently, last five years or so, I moved to Barrie, Ontario, so a little bit larger city. Um, but it wasn't until, oh God, I don't know, six or seven years ago that I started really kind of focusing on music and uh, especially country music because I started playing bar gigs and things like that. But a lot of it was uh, just different covers and things, but never really country. I never really loved country music. Um, but it wasn't until I realized that the, the people really loved it and people were calling for it. So I started playing it more and more and, uh, doing so was just found a love for it. And that's what you, that's, that's how you, so going to the start. So how did it, how did music come into your life? Yeah. 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 No, I'm glad you circle back there. So I got a guitar, acoustic guitar when I was, I think my 13th birthday, I believe I got an acoustic guitar from uh, my parents. Yeah. And they were like, you better stick with it because everything else I tried, I did not stick with. Like, I'm quite tall and they thought basketball would be my thing. And I tried that and I was okay at it, but it wasn't my thing. So they got me this guitar and it, it, it took a lot of pressure because uh, they were like, you better not put this down. This We're investing a lot of money into this. So, um, and I did. Yeah, I fell in love with it. And still to this day, that's really all I play. It's not very much uh, electric guitar I pick up. So it's mostly the acoustic and I still have that one that they got me. <laughs> Crazy. And so were they into music or is that just something they're like, give this a go? Yeah. My dad played piano growing up. He was actually a little bit of a piano teacher, but he was the worst teacher. So I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how that worked out. He just got, he didn't have patience. Um, so, I mean, if I try to play a note on the piano and it was wrong, you better get out of the room because <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't good, but I mean, he's, he's much better now. Um, and, uh, I think that he was very happy that I kind of went the music route. So there's a little bit of music there, but not a ton. Okay. Nice. Okay. And so going back, so you started, you did bar gigs and, uh, country music wasn't a thing. So people wanted it. So you ended up just falling in love with it. Cause dude, I am, I'm kind of the same way when I, first, yeah. when I first started all this stuff, I never really liked country or wasn't really into it. I was more like the nineties R and B type stuff. I grew up on that and uh, dude, I love country now, man. It's, you know, yeah, it pulls you in. It really does. It, it's funny because um, my, my dad was a huge country music fan, but mostly traditional country. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, we were driving somewhere one day and every time he turned something on the radio, I'd be like, oh my God, turn this off, turn this off. Um, but then we were, we were driving one day and uh, the watching airplanes by Gary Allen came on. And I remember hearing that for the first time and I was like, this is pretty good actually. Like, and he's like, really? And as soon as I said that, he's like, turned it right up. Cause he was so happy that I fell in love with something he liked. Um, and it was really that point where I was like, maybe, maybe I should start trying to play a couple songs here and there. And once I did it, I realized that people loved it and they wanted more of it. So I was like, wow, this seems like this is the route I should be going. And naturally doing that, I just fell in love so much with it. So kind of went that route. Right. Awesome. Now for someone who's never heard your music before, how would you describe your sound to them? Well, the exciting thing is, is that 
Um, I mean, more and more country that you get um, as far as the new country style doesn't sound so much country. And I wouldn't classify classify myself as a country sounding, but I kind of like that. I kind of like that uh, the the lyrics that I write are very country, very storyteller kind of lyrics. But at the end of the day, um, I don't have a country voice. But I think doing that allows me to tap into a little bit of different genres here and there, which is which is a fun place to to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would class if you're going to compare me to somebody, I would say maybe, you know, Dustin Lynch, um, Granger Smith, people like that, that, that have that new country sound. Okay. Very cool. And now those type of artists, are those artists that inspire you or what are some artists that inspire you mostly? Well, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but, um, a good, good friends of mine, James Barker band, some of the guys in that band, um, they definitely inspire me because, talking about that new country sound um <laughs> my cat's going crazy behind me <laughs> totally sob right up. yeah yeah oh god um yeah he gets jealous when when i'm on the, something when i'm talking to someone else so um but no james barker band um i mean they've definitely kind of helped me along the way and they've they kind of helped me find my sound so i mean people like that um definitely dustin lynch because of that new country sound and how mainstream it is However, I do really like to write sad country songs as well. I don't put a ton out because I mean, not you know, no one wants to just hear sad songs. Yeah. But I still do have a little bit of that country, traditional country sound when, when we listen back to that that slow, sad country sound. Um, but yeah. Awesome. What what uh, what was your experience like working with the James Barker band? Because they're great. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. James, so much, not so much, um, a little bit when I first started out because he was here, he lived in Ontario. Um, so a little bit back and forth with the studio stuff there, but mostly Taylor Abram and Connor Stevens. So background vocalist and drummer for the band. Um, Taylor especially has been really good friends with me with me for 10, 12 years or so. Um, and it kind of started out because, uh, I went and won a contest to sing a, uh, a Christmas song with uh, kicks 106 which is now pure country 106 out where i am um so i went to the studio and i met him for the first time and we just became really good friends and naturally him becoming james barker band and and joining that band it it helped me because i get to learn off of them and and uh now them being in nashville i had the opportunity to go down there and finish my uh current single somebody's gonna did the vocals down there nice and you wrote your last one with them yeah, so somebody's gonna was written with with Taylor and myself, yeah. and then the one prior to that was uh, myself, Taylor, Connor, Stephen, and Aaron Pollock, which lives out by you. All right, yeah, Aaron, I know him very well. Yeah, yeah, good, good dude. Yeah, he's awesome. All, yeah. Awesome. All right, well, let's chat about somebody's gonna. Yeah, tell us about it, and I guess how it all came together, which we know you co-wrote it with some people. <laughs> well, it's funny because. When I first started writing Somebody's Gonna, it was never, I knew I wanted to put it to radio because I had a little bit of success with radio prior to that. But at that point, I didn't have any idea that there was going to be maybe a record deal or anything of that sort. So the song took a long time to kind of get from start to finish because Taylor moved to Nashville and we started it here. Um, So it was probably, I don't know, eight months in the making. Um, so it really started out us going, okay, we're going to, we're going to keep it a little bit smaller, but we want to go to radio, but we didn't know how big the song we wanted to take it. And it wasn't until I kind of got with the red brick records there that, um, 
they were like, no, we love the song. We want to, we want to make it big. So do as much as you can with it. So went back into the studio with Taylor and we're like, no, we gotta, we gotta just make this a little bit bigger. We gotta make sure that it's not a slower paced song. We gotta put um, some beef behind it. And we did. And it, it turned out what it is today. Nice. And available on all platforms, obviously. Yeah. yeah anywhere you listen to music, it's there. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, what is your favorite thing about the whole co-writing process? Honestly, so that's fairly new to me, probably about two years since COVID started that I started co-writing with other people. It was always really just me. Um, so the opportunity to write in environments like you and I are doing right now, just over Zoom, yeah. it's it, it made it such a huge thing because before you'd have to get into a room with somebody um, and that's cool in its own right. But now you can write with the likes of people that are in Nashville, you know, in Alberta, um, all over the world, you can write with these people and it's opened up a lot of doors. So that's been super exciting. It's also helped me be a better artist because I might think a song is not that great and it could be a dead end, but I bring it into a song, right. And all of a sudden it turns out to be something incredible just by a little bit of different perspective coming in. So I, I love songwriting. Absolutely. And when you first started songwriting, like over Zoom, was it like awkward? Was it because, dude, I hated it. Yeah, it definitely was. So the first write that I ever did actually was with Taylor Abram and Aaron Pollock. Um, that was the first Zoom write. And I remember Aaron's, Aaron is a little bit established songwriter. He's been doing it for quite some time. So I remember going into it like, oh, my gosh, like this is going to be tough because I have ideas in my head, but are they going to like it? So the first song, right. I remember not even putting it into paper. It was, it was very like, should I say that? Or is it stupid? And then as I got a little longer into songwriting and then more comfortable, I realized put down anything because if, if it's an idea, even though if it's not perfect, we can turn it into something perfect later. So now I just, if I think of something in my mind, I just write it down and it's, it usually plays off. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, I mean, this whole thing has become the new norm, I guess, because like, like I said, I hated, I didn't want to do the interviews over zoom. I was like, oh, I'm an in-person kind of guy, you know, like that's, but you know, what do we do if we can't go anywhere? So I was like, well, let's start it up kind of thing. And I just didn't like it. Cause it just seemed the quality seemed low on everyone's thing. And I was like, ah, is that online? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that makes sense. You can't control the other person, right. You can only control what you have in front of you. So yeah. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. Like, like I said, the writing, all that kind of stuff, you, you don't, you have no play in that. No. So and that's, yeah. And that's the thing. And it's kind of like, it just, I, I got over that and I was kind of like, man, it's online. Yeah. What do you do? Man, I've had fire alarms go off here. I've had all <laughs> sorts of stuff happen. I'm like, what do you do? Like, yeah, hey, like, it adds, it adds to it. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but no, it's going back to opening doors. It's been great. Cause I wouldn't be interviewing you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Across the country, right? So it's uh it's been great in that sense because now now I know you guys. Now when I come out there, I can Yeah. It's not that oh hey, nice to meet you. It'll be like, what's up, man? Can yeah, I? exactly. Absolutely. So no, that's uh it's been good. And I, I don't see it going anywhere. Like I know people are gonna do more in person now, but I'm sure for you guys in songwriting, especially Zoom's gonna be a thing for Oh, I think so. Yeah. I, I, just because of the, yeah, the availability um, and you can be anywhere, anywhere and do it. Right. So if I'm at a hotel, even before I'd be like, Oh, I can't write. I'm busy at a hotel, but now it's like, you can open your laptop and anywhere you are, you can, you can 
you can sit down and take two hours and do something. So exactly. Cool, man. Um, so when it comes to your music, yeah. um, what is the message that you're trying to send to your fans and why? Well, mostly that, you know, that I, as far as music goes, I never really thought it'd be any kind of career for me or any kind of path that I was like, take seriously. It was just fun. Um, And it wasn't until about two years ago when my first song went to radio that I realized that you truly can do anything that you want. And you just have to really set your mind to that. Um, And as long as you really take it and practice and and do and and keep working at your craft, you, you can literally do anything. So that's the biggest thing. I mean, I know it's not so much in depth as far as like being an artist, but I think as long as you practice and you do everything best you can, you you really can make it. Um, it takes time and for sure it, it takes a lot out, but out of you, but I mean, if you want it, you can definitely do it. So I think that would be my biggest message to my fans or anyone that loves my music. Perfect. All right. Um, going back to your single there, do you have plans for a music video? We talked about it. Um, so I know Jeff and I, we had a conversation about doing something. I think it's probably going to be in the next uh, month or so that we'll find out some locations and do something about it. Not anything set in stone yet, but I know that the success we've had with it, we want to follow it up with a music video. Absolutely. So I think we will be doing something, but I don't know exactly what that means yet. Cool. Well, hopefully we can we'll get yeah. to it It'll be exciting for me because I've never really done one. I, you know, I've done like acoustic videos and things like that, but never a full music video. So I would love to, to put one together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have any shows people can look forward to? So um, a few things in the next couple months, nothing huge. Um, if people don't know me, I do work for a, a pool store as well for Pioneer Family Pools. So my life gets crazy busy around May. So I during may it's a little bit slower for me music wise but um but june july and august there's lots of things coming um some gigs that i have with planned with jeff here when he comes back to ontario so that's exciting um and then just little local gigs and and pubs in the area perfect all right so bill people to be able to find all that stuff on uh, any of my socials perfect and with that being said tell us where we can find your socials yeah so um instagram is jordan riley official underscore um, my Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash Jordan Riley official. YouTube is Jordan Riley music, just YouTube slash Jordan Riley music. And my website is Jordan Riley music.com. Perfect. All right, guys, go grab his newest singles. Somebody's gonna, and I'll have all the links down below. Cause I know they're all different. <laughs> They'll all be there. Go check them out. And Jordan, man, thanks so much for chatting today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, it was a blast. Hope we can do it again soon. Absolutely. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we bump into each other sometime soon. That'll be awesome. Cool, man. Well, have a good night and we'll talk soon. You too, dude. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll thank Jeff again for setting this all up. You betcha. Cool, buddy. Have a good night. All right. You as well.